Hello, my lovelies. Welcome to another episode of Cauldron Talk, where Gail, Riley, and I BS our way through at least 45 minutes for your amusement. Today, our episode is all about love spells. Uh, we're going to give you some love spells, and we're going to talk about why you should never do them. <laughs> how are you guys? Riley, Gail, how are you guys today? Riley did not know his mic was muted. He had a great day, ate chicken wings, and later in the podcast fixed his microphone. <laughs> I know Derek and I went out to this evening. That's why I said, can we bump it up an hour before we meet? Because Derek and I decided to get away from the uh, crowds that will be tomorrow. And we went out to dinner tonight. So we went and had Thai food, which meant that I had two huge rolls of sushi. Love sushi mm. so much. <laughs> it's worth it. Always. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we went out early. Tomorrow we'll give each other our gifts, you know, but mm -hmm. just not dealing with people. Mm. That's the thing. That's I was worried that I would have a lot of people at my hotel this week. Yeah. Nobody's staying this week. I think really? they're all staying in. I don't huh. know. Sometimes, sometimes those rates are crazy. Do you do you think that Airbnb is cutting into your like hotel and hospitality stays, or do you think they're just equal? They're just one group prefers one over the other. I think it's more one group prefers one over the other, but I've also seen a huge decline in Airbnbs lately. And oh. not not the rentals are there, but they're not getting rented. Is the oh. thing, and I think it's because a lot of Airbnb hosts have had to put a lot of extra rules on their houses mm -hmm. and like in even requiring the people to clean up after themselves, which, you know, like I could understand if you're going to don't trash the house, but like right. gather all your trash together, like in a hotel room, you'd want right. to centrally locate all the trash. You'd want to make sure you didn't wreck anything. You want to leave the bedding on the beds. Right. But some people are crazy about it. There was a one Airbnb story I heard where a guy rented this airbnb for like 400 dollars for the night and then was told that he couldn't have any noise after 10 p.m and then the host of the airbnb who was living there had all of his friends over loud in a little pool area until like one in the morning mm, love that wow yeah like, yeah I so <laughs> just to interrupt real quick i don't know if it caught my audio at the beginning I guess you'll find out when you go to edit it because <laughs> I deleted something that I thought I didn't need. And then I realized when I was talking, the levels weren't moving, but it moved when you guys talk. So if there's a big blank spot in the beginning, when you're like, Riley, how was your night? And it's just crickets. That's my bad. <laughs> Maybe we should write down a caption real quick. <laughs> Put it through a... Uh... I can actually break apart the audio when I go and... Uh edit it i can break apart the audio and insert this was riley's monday <laughs> yes <laughs> you could put me through the the tiktok voice to text my monday was awesome i had chicken wings for dinner <laughs> so chicken wings it reminds me i got chicken wings that i need to cook either tomorrow either we're gonna have tostadas tomorrow or we're having chicken wings whichever meat goes bad first that's what we're having all right absolutely <laughs> y'all this is what adult is like all right you guys the, if you're listening and you're not moved out of your house yet i'm i'm telling you adulting is most of the time needing to clean something up or make something for dinner yeah like, and working that's pretty much it that's all yep. you really do <laughs> yep that's it and, i mean you get to a point in time where you just can't doordash anymore and it's just mm -hmm. what's for dinner yep right right <laughs> i haven't right. gotten uber eats in so long that they're sending me emails like a slighted ex-boyfriend like we miss you come back i'm like i'm sorry i'm poor i cannot afford you right now <laughs> i love it when they throw money at you too where they're like yes thirty dollars Right. 40% off. I'm like, stop it. I will absolutely. You stop that. <laughs> so look, I I have not gone that long without them yet. So I don't know what you speak of. They're like, hey, I got five bucks for you. And I'm like, all right. 
See, my, my Uber Eats over here like, He used to call me on my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I, I want to call you Uber Eats. I really do. I, I just, I'm broke. <laughs> I'm broke. Well, okay, so the the good thing about being an empty nester now is that it is like getting a pay raise. Mm-hmm. Because I no longer have certain, like, I no longer have five children to feed in the house. Mm-hmm. That's it's good. It's just Eric and I. So when we want to go out to eat, it's a little bit more feasible for us to go out and eat than it was when we had everybody, you know, yep. at home. Um, yep. And if I would have been... 20 something with no kids, I still wouldn't have been able to afford to go out to eat because 20 somethings don't make great money. 30 somethings Mm -mm. don't make great money. Mm -mm. 40 somethings don't make great money unless you manifest the shit out of it like I did. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) At 40, you figure out how to manifest it. That's right. Mm -hmm. At 40, you figure it out and you're like, "Mm, so it's not gonna just walk its way over to me if I work hard enough. I'm gonna have to think this one through. Okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so tonight we're gonna talk about love because tomorrow is Valentine's Day. If you haven't gathered from what we've already been talking about, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. And I am taken, right? And I have been taken for some some time now, but I have done love spells in my past i will never ever do them again i never have done one on the the person i'm with now i've never done one on Derek. but the love spells i've had in the past there were horrific <laughs> horrific outcomes to said love spells so at the end of this podcast i will i will give you why we should never do love spells ever however like we said last week, we're going to give you enough rope for you to uh, run with, all right? Because I'm going to show you all kinds of love spells. What do you guys know about love spells? Just about nothing. I mean, I know of them, but I have not done anything or messed with it just because I know better. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for pointing out the stupidity I was, all right? Thanks, all right? I'm just saying. (laughs) Very baby witches, I think, yeah. always research love spells. Yeah. Probably first, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's just, especially you crave that right. love, you crave affection. And sometimes you think you have to, maybe some people convince you that it's okay to do, but um, I just never, even when I read it, I think maybe I might have read an early 2000s book yeah. where it was like, even when I read it, I was like, hmm. Mm, no, this, this feels wrong, and and if it feels wrong, I shouldn't be doing it. Right. So, See, you know what does it That's say about happens. me when the first spells I ever tried was for money? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think that's a shift. And Gail and I, you know, while you were setting up earlier, you remember we were talking about the books. I have books setting off to the side of me. Listeners, you won't hear, but on video, you might see it. I have... Five books, six, seven, eight, nine, nine books. I have nine books with me, and they're all from different time periods in my life. Um, we were talking about the particular books for recent, within the last five years, books that I've purchased within the last five years. I have the Daily Spell Journal by Patty Wigington. I have Light Magic for Dark Times by Lisa Marie Basil. And then I have Moon Magic by Aurora Kane. These, like I said, last five years. And when you look at the love spells that are in here, the love spells in here are very much self-love. Like Valentine's Day spell to love yourself. And it includes a mirror and a bag of heart candies. Hmm. Uh, Hold on. Here's your first love spell. All right. Here's your first love spell. Baby witches. Here's a love spell that you can do. All right can do um what you're gonna do is open the bag of candy hearts and pour them into a bowl close your eyes and pick a candy at random open your eyes look into the mirror and read yourself the message on the heart does it say you're awesome or hot stuff or kiss me on it repeat the message in the mirror 
three times and say it like you mean it. After you've done this, eat the candy heart and then do it again. Until you've read yourself nine different messages and eat the candies, spend the rest of the day thinking about how fantastic you are and how worthy of love from yourself and other people you are. I like that. That's a cool one. And I know you two are baby witches, so you don't understand the whole eat the candy thing, do you? I mean, for me, it, it's like like reading it is one just one part, but actually putting it in your body is like something about in, like will. My brain is dead today. I'm so sorry. But it's something about if you put it in your body, it's like absorbing the power of your enemies type thing, but like in a good way. <laughs> Correct. The the speaking it out loud is the manifestation part of it. Like when you speak it out loud, it becomes true. Um, mm -hmm. One of the biggest things that I always teach is that your words have power. Your mm -hmm. words have a lot of power. Yep. And so when we are speaking them out loud, we're speaking them into to existence. The eating of the candy, Riley, you're right. It's ingesting that power. That's it's the word like, I wanted. I, I pulled it into existence and now I'm pulling it into this vessel. Yep. I am bringing it into me. So yeah, that's, and I love that they did three and nine because those are pretty sacred numbers. So that is typical of like the last five years. That's what you'll find in spell books. The one that we were talking about from the early 2000s that just gives you all kinds of ick is the one that says it's the modern witches spell book, book two. Um, it's positive spells and charms for love, protection, and fulfillment. It's by Sarah Morrison. When we open up for the spells, there were spells like, um, you know, there's some to rid hypocrisy, mm. but then there's for a faithless lover. <sighs> um, okay. <laughs> This book was interesting because it had like stories of the people that were her clients. So it had stories of like the charm she created for that person. And so this is a story of somebody whose husband was cheating on them. Um, so she gave the woman a charm to use on him to see if his faithful faithlessness could be changed before she gave up on him. She gathered tears from his eyes on a hanky and added a few drops of gardenia perfume while chanting, promise to me your undying love and your wishes for us may all come true. The faithless lover should soon start making plans that actually come to pass. See, that to me is giving like Scooby-Doo witch vibes. That to me just sounds silly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Okay, so I will I will say some of this. Some of the things that I have come across in witchcraft and some of the things that I have done for myself are very Scooby-Doo-like. <laughs> but that's like... In her craft room, you've seen but that, all the that's bad Scooby-Doo, though. That's like, that's like the one episode from the whole season where you skip it because of how bad it is. There's good Scooby-Doo witches, but that one in particular is like, eh, I'll skip that one. <laughs> I have a problem with her basically taking a part of him without his mm, knowledge yeah. and without knowing what it's going to be used for. It's like, it's like, mm, mm -mm. That's there, is, there is no consent there. That's it's, no. it's, it's giving uh Eva green from the dark shadows movie where she just, like snipped the girl's hair and then crushed a seahorse and then the parents died. Like, no, we don't do that. <laughs> so you bring up consent and there is a very, there's a tightrope that you walk on with consent. Mm. Um, because say for instance, and I've had this conversation, say for instance, you have a friend that the person that they're with is toxic for them. Hmm. Like they are harming, mentally harming your friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you have spell work that you can do to separate them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You do not have either of their consent to do that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Correct. But then you come back to that whole thought of what gives me the right to say what is right or wrong for their mm -hmm. relationship. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, 
where do you the tightrope like mm -hmm. uh, is that person being physically abused then would you say that that is a just reason and i think we we do that with love spells we think of we give a justification for love spells mm. and depending on if you're wanting to do them or not depends on whether or not you care about the consent this woman particularly her husband was cheating on her her husband the man that promised to be mm. with her for the rest of her life yep. was cheating on her i did she feel justification to to not have his consent right but this right. magical consent is a is a crazy topic. We can talk about this again mm -hmm. sometime. But yeah. magical consent is a thing. So where do you fall on that? I guess depends on whether or not you're going to do any of these love spells. Yeah. I kind of feel like as far as in a toxic situation like that, if one party came to you, if your friend came to you and is like, look, I can't seem to get unstuck from this person. Can you help me? Yeah. That's different. Right. If you're in, and, and again, if you're you're pushing them apart at the request of one party, right? But yeah. I think it's different if you are trying to attract or draw together someone. Like, if he's a faithless husband, he's going to continue to be a faithless husband until mm -hmm. he wants to change. He has to or change. You can't, you can't force him to do it. You can't push together two magnets that are just going to repel each other. Correct. Correct. I I agree and, with you, Gail. I think. Um, in the event if somebody comes, like you said, your example, if somebody comes to you and says, hey, I'm really stuck on this person. I need you to help me let them go. It's not so much that you're meddling. It's you're helping cut that thread. So it's not the same as being like, oh, I, there's this guy in my class I really like. I need you to get him to like me. That's that's meddling. But if you say my boyfriend who beat me up, I'm still in love with him. Can you help me let him go? That to me, somehow that's different. Correct me if, if maybe, you disagree. I, I agree. I think it's more your, in, maybe I want to say imbibing the other person with a little bit more of your energy of your power mm. to help them feel more secure right. in pulling apart from this relationship. Yeah. So you mentioned cutting a, a tie and there is such a thing as a cord cutting. You know, you can mm -hmm. cut energetically cut yourself from another person. An interesting thought that came up with that was though when you meddle with magic to rid yourself of somebody or rid somebody else from somebody are you also ridding those lessons that you learned by being with them and mm. in a cord cutting mm. you are in a cord oh. cutting you are severing energy and so that whatever you were learning whatever you had brought into you from that relationship that made you a better person you're cutting that and getting rid of it entirely. And that is going to be a lesson that you have to relearn. Mm, see, wow. that, that's very double-edged. understand that. Yeah. yeah. What'd you say, Riley? See, it's very double-edged to be like, this person was horrible to me. I want them out of my life. But yeah. whatever you learned from having that horrible, uh, horrible person in your life and it's so bad that I'm thinking of three different people in my personal you know, life I right now. Too. You probably know who I'm talking about and I'm not going to name anybody, but it's, <laughs> it's rough to be like, I want this person out of my brain, out of my life, but then I'm going to have to relearn all the hard lessons that I learned with them with somebody new. And it's just a vicious cycle. It's, it's not worth right. it in my opinion. I know I've seen a lot of, young witchlings i say instead of baby witches i call witchlings i like that witchling witchlings <laughs> i've seen a lot of witchlings or even people that aren't witches but go to a a practice twitch you know to an old witch and mm. they'll ask them to do a cord cutting for them mm. depending on the ethics of that witch and we all don't have the same ethics mm -hmm. um it depends on whether or not you're going to get told that, you know, they can simply mm -hmm. take your money and do a cord cutting and will not think twice about it. And we'll and so warn if you're you ever going to somebody for spell work. I, I think it's important that you understand what kind of spell work they're going to be doing on your behalf. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you have no power within that spell. Yeah. You're, you're leaving it up to somebody to do something mm -hmm. for you and you're giving them, and a clear access to your energy. That's that's a dangerous thing. It's pretty scary. Mm -hmm. 
It is scary. very scary. Like very scary. It would be different if like say I went to you because mm-hmm. you would be straight up with me. You would be say this is what's going to happen to you. But if I just go to like Miriam on South Florida, I don't know right. her and she doesn't know me. <laughs> And I don't know if, like you said, she's just there to make a buck instead of actually helping me. So it's almost like if you if you want to take that dramatic step into something extreme like cord cutting, you need to do it with somebody you trust. It's it's to kind of put it in a way that makes sense to most people. It's like trying like a drug for the first time. You don't go do that with strangers. Like if you're going to smoke or do some other recreational thing, you don't go find someone on Craigslist and do it with them. You like, you go with your friends. <laughs> like, cause if you, something you bad happens, who, yeah, they have your best interest at heart. Exactly. They're, they're looking out for you. Yep. Right. You know, and I don't know any analogy to make that clear. It is just that. You have to make sure the person has your best interest at heart. And mm-hmm. um, most most people that do spell work for money, they don't care. Especially yep. if you... Have you seen the spell works on Etsy? Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. Oh. It's just oh outrageous. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Like, you can, <laughs> you can summon your own demon. Lady. <laughs> no. Stop doing? it. <laughs> don't give doing you're just writing some latin words and that's probably what it is it's like it's nothing and people are being dumb enough to buy it but yeah like, come on but come and on. here's the thing you got to think about too if you're just throwing words together some of them might stick and you might get yourself in a situation you're not ready for and that person right. on etsy is not going to give you a refund <laughs> no words have power and that's what mm-hmm. that's what witches know that mm-hmm. people don't know that words have power yeah like we can use whatever magical tool we want to focus energy with it is not Mm -hmm. the tool that makes the craft happen it is the intent behind it and the focusing used with that tool like mm -mm. and words are the most powerful source of energy we have you know so agree no one more from the really bad book let's go i'm ready all right I'm just going to, I've got one already picked out, but I'm going to do a little, to attract a vacation romance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm oh, ready. Let's go. <laughs> Using the potion to any, okay, there was a potion used, uh, where she goes, all right. I told her to mix the pollen of tiger lilies and her suntan lotion to attract attention. So for this one, she was to use the lotion, and as she was using the lotion, apparently these, these you know, surfer boys came up to her. Um, so I recommend using the potion to anyone who has a desire to socialize extensively while away. Although beach boys don't make good husband material... Doris is going to visit one admirer in New York City, and Lily is writing letters to California. Gross. Look, look um, <laughs> I have opinions. Okay, <laughs> I have opinions. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say two words, and people are either gonna get it or they're not. I'm not gonna explain it. It'll be up to you to Google it. Sex pollen. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm not explaining it. No one asked me. Do not at me. Do not come on my YouTube. Do not ask me to explain it. That is for you to be a grown up and research. And I am not sorry for what you find. No. I do not Google. I learned my lesson. If somebody says I cannot be responsible for what you find, I am, I'm not looking. Not looking. That's not very smart. That very smart. So you've never had like had any experience even like reading different love spells or I actually or did have an experience in high school. Oh it was oh. a piece of Harry Potter fan fiction. Okay. Oh this, this was where I bad word that love, love spells. I know, I'm sorry. Love <laughs> spells were like fair situation because 
in that universe, at least in that story, the love potion only works until the other person loves them back. Right. So, for example, character A and character B hate each other. Mm. Character A ends up accidentally imbibing a love potion and sees character B first. Falls head over heels in love with them. He hates their guts. But they slowly actually come together. And when character B falls in love, character A, the spell's broken. So then it's like, well, what, what is real? Mm. And I'm like, that's that was always what I thought of when I thought yeah. of love spells at that point, love potions. Mm. Right. It it's not going to work the way you think it is, or it's going to no. no it's always going to leave you with hurt feelings. Yep. It does. <laughs> it <Right>. does. <laughs> Riley, you've never had any. I mean. I've not used, like I said, I've not used one. I've not had any, had any interest in using one, but I've like obviously read them. I've seen them. Oh, if you want, you know, such and such to notice you more, take a pink quartz and a string and some cinnamon. I'm like, why would you do that when you could just go talk to them? Why? Why would you waste some good You're cinnamon? You're an extrovert, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm an ambivert, actually. It depends. Oh, okay. okay. So okay. I'm an introvert. I'm an introvert with a lot of, like, trauma, right? Mm. So I was drawn to love spells because all I wanted was somebody to make me feel like I was worthy of their time, that I was a priority in their life, and that I was something to treat good, right? Mm. And no matter what happened, I didn't find that anywhere, (laughs) right? Until... I stopped doing these daggum love spells. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we fell in love, right? You know? Um, so, yeah, we'll talk about this. I've got one. You guys have heard roses for love spells, right? Oh, yeah. That's like yeah. the number one love symbol is. If you if, if hearts is number one, roses is number two. Exactly. Just in general. This book is very Wiccan inspired, whereas, mm. like, the modern witch book would be more of like how I create um, spells, very kind of one-offs. There's no ritualistic kind of thing yeah. for it. It's just, it, it is what it is. Um, whereas this book is very ritualistic, very Wiccan. Okay. Mm. So this spells spell, Bible? Yeah, it's the spells Bible. Okay. Ain't that okay. just, okay. I'm, I might make an enemy of myself here, but I had yeah. bad experiences with Wiccans at the beginning of my journey. They're very yeah. gatekeepy. I call them the Westboro Baptist Church of the Magic World because I just cannot stand them. I'm so sorry. It's going to make people hate me, but I do not like Wiccans. The people who are like, people who are like, if you're not doing it the Wiccan way, you're doing it wrong. I'm like, that's why you're the Westboro Baptist Church. I'm sorry. Don't I tell think, me how to live my life. I think Wicca is a very easy sidestep for mm-hmm. those who were very heavily indoctrinated into Christianity mm-hmm. because that sidestep is it's just a different religion, but there's still the same kind of dogma. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's why Wiccans typically gatekeep because yep. they're still within that, that, that traumatic yeah. <laughs> Christian upbringing. And if you're a Christian and you're a cool person and you don't like always push it down somebody else's throat. We are not talking to you. If you are oh, no. wicked and you don't, you know, oh, you're doing it wrong. We're not talking to you. Yep. All right. Yep. Um, I want to make that clear. I, I'm not saying all Wiccans are the same, but the ones that I interacted with personally 12 years ago when I started this, I did not like them. And I have right. plenty, like I have plenty of Christian friends who, again, are not in the bucket of I don't like Christians. It's not right. like that. It's I don't like people who push things in my face down my throat and if i'm not okay with it i'm wrong those are the right. kind of people i can't deal with that i don't matter it doesn't matter who you follow i just don't you know exactly. you you live your life your way i'll live my life my way and we can be cool or we cannot and that's just that's just kind of how it is regardless for me right i have heard people say that they've chosen to be wiccan not because it was an easy lateral sidestep but because of their the way that their brain thinks, mm. the patterns of Wicca, 
made sense to them. And so it was easier for them to access magic that way. Mm-hmm. That I totally get. That's cool. I, I get that, you know? Uh-oh, did we lose Gail? Uh-oh. No, I'm sorry. I just got, I just got a message from my mom. I just read the oh. answer. Okay. No problem. I was I just saw the video go off. I was like, oh no, we lost Gail. <laughs> I forgot it would do that. So I was just like, oh, they'll still see me. No, I said no. I didn't like Wiccans okay. and Gail's like, Psh, I gotta get off this <laughs> podcast. Bye. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> That, that was, you know, my first experience with it. I remember my very first book was like the Wicca book. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, yeah, I Simple was like, interested, <laughs> right. Interested in, in the, the idea of it, mm-hmm. but not dedicated to it, you know? No. So like, yeah, I'm with you guys. Like as long as you live and let live, if you're gonna, yep. if, if you want to practice this way, you practice that way, but don't criticize or mm-hmm. me out as right. long as I'm not bothering you and you ain't bothering me, we're good. I yep. think that's why I found witchcraft so sexy, by the way, was because for the most part, it is a personalized relationship with divinity, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Whatever Agreed. you choose to call that divinity, whatever you choose to do to access that divinity, that is all you, and no one can tell you you're wrong for it. And yep. I found that so beautiful. 100% so beautiful. same. It's yeah. It's my journey, and... You know, my one of my friends who who's coming to me for help with starting his journey, I will tell him how I do things and then be like, but you don't have to do it that way. I'm giving yep. you a starting point. I'm giving you an idea. Examples. And if yes, examples. And, you know, if you want to do something like this, here's some tools you might need. But at the end of the day, what you choose to do, that's the most important thing. You do, If you do it my way, as, as a matter of fact, if you do it my way, it might not work for you. Just like, you know, what the stuff you're reading earlier where the lady made those spells for people. Just because it worked for Sharon doesn't mean it's going to work for Susan who just picked the book up. It, it, to me, right. it doesn't always work that way. It's very personalized. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when we talk about self-help, witchcraft can kind of fall underneath that. Mm-hmm. It's people mm-hmm. that do feel lost. People that feel unconnected for the majority. I'm not going to say everybody is that way. But most people come into witchcraft looking for some way to feel powerful. To feel like they have control control Mm -hmm. of their reality. And that reality looks different to each of us. Mm -hmm. You know, my reality is not y'all's reality. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why witchcraft works for so many people that need that. But yep. witchcraft ultimately is about that empowering yourself. So you have to trust yourself. Yep. You know, mm. it's not going to, my, <laughs> my oils that I make to talk to my ancestors might work for me, but they might not work for you mm-hmm. because I made them specifically in mind with my ancestors, where my ancestors came from, you know? Yep. Um, I think what I loved about witchcraft the most is the fact that you have to know yourself you have to know yourself. If you don't know yourself, then none of this is going to make sense and none of it's going to work. Yep. And, and it encourages you to figure it out. Yep. And for me, something that I, I like to, and, and I'm over here talking like I have a bunch of people asking me for help. I don't, I have like two people, <laughs> but like whenever somebody asks me, <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> two more people than I had, you know, a while ago. But like when people ask me, you know, like, my partner that I'm with, when I first kind of told him that I was pagan, it was kind of like, well, how do you know it works? I'm like, I don't just do like, like every, everything that I do, it's, it's dependent on my willpower to make it happen. Like, sure. I can take a jar and put some herbs in it and put some pennies and some water, shake it up and say, I'm going to make money. But if I don't believe it's going to work, it's not going to work. It's, it's right you have to put your own will and intent into things. You can't just assume the universe is going to look at you and be like, don't worry, fam, I got you. No, you have to give something back. Right. So I have to explain that to a lot of people because they're like, well, how do you, the same question, how do you know it works? I, I, I want it to work. So <laughs> it's either going to work because the universe says you're all checked out or it's going to be like, no, I need you to wait on that for a bit. You know, you know, you said you give a part of yourself. There's Mm -hmm. in every single spell that you do, every single manifestation you do, there's an exchange of energy. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you are giving something of yourself up when you have done spell work for a while. You start realizing that you can dictate 
what that piece of you is. Like you can, you can set aside, okay, this is what it's taking from me. Right. Mm. But when you're young and a lot of the reasons why love spells go awry is because you're not dictating what you're willing to sacrifice. And that sacrifice has to be in measure to what you're wanting, you know, mm-hmm. and that's yep. often why love spells backfire. Because you're not giving up the measure of what you're wanting. And so, of course, what you're wanting is going to be destroyed. Yep. That sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You got it, but now it's going to take something from you and it's going to take a lot. And you're you not going to get to pick what it is. No. Yeah. No. You know, but you do eventually learn how to pick what what's appropriate <laughs> and what to give up, but... Let's get into that then, because we've talked about all sorts of stuff, but we haven't really heard about your um, your love spell stories. I, I'm quite intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there is some several ones that I did um, after the first initial mess up, and I don't know why why I didn't realize that that was that wasn't going to work for me, right? <laughs> um, so. The first one was a doozy. I'm going to say that. The first one was an absolute doozy and took a lot. Uh, the subsequent ones all had to do with candles. I did a lot of candle magic. Um, and the candle magic that I would do was I would take a tea light candle, put some herbs underneath, typically put like dragon, um, dragon's blood oil near the candle, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, to like really stoke the fire. Um, and I would put the name of the person that I wanted to fall in love with me on the bottom of the candle. It worked. It worked every time. I would have that person fall head over heels in love with me and then be completely obsessed to a point mm. where I mm. couldn't make any moves without them knowing. Oof. They would, you know, knew exactly what was happening in my life and me telling them no go away didn't work mm, so yep. i became very keen to uh doing reversals love reversals <laughs> got real good with that uh control z button in life i guess exactly. i got real good with that one um, <laughs> the first one was hard though so the first one was a doozy i said i wasn't even a witch when I did oh, this Oh, no. I wasn't even... The unintentional magic. Oh. That was scary. <laughs> so I was sitting in 10th grade in my drama room, and a group of kids, um, one was talking about his grandmother, who was a hoodoo practitioner. Mm-hmm. Um... Whether or not this is truly a hoodoo thing, I don't know. I've not ever done enough. So if I'm talking out of the side of my face, please let me know, because I'd rather learn than not. But what I remember, again, I was 10th grade, 15, 16 years old, was this person talking about putting blood in somebody's food. Woof. That's... That's a lot. Yeah. So Ooh. my doozy was not, not in like. And not a light one. That's a not a light one. Woof. At all. And I had no clue what blood magic was at the time. I had no Ooh. clue what I was even doing. Um, I just remember being very, very hurt and very scared that the person that I was meeting was going to leave. And mm. now I learned this when I was 15, 16 years old. I was 18 when I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. That that turned out really bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it didn't dawn on me because, of course, I wasn't a witch at the time. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't understand that what was happening was something that I kind of brought on myself. That this was mm-hmm. the, the fact that the two that obviously shouldn't be together... Mm. Um, the reason why it wasn't ever coming apart was because of what I did. Like mm. we both didn't want each other, right? But I had bound you us still together. Felt, yeah, yeah, you felt tied together, right? 
So, like, there was a lot of, like, researching how to undo that. There was a lot of guilt. A lot of guilt. Like, still to this day, feel guilty about it. And mm. I have to realize, like, you know better, you do better, right? Yep. So I know right. better, you I were, do better. You were a child. Yeah. Right. You, I was you, a very broken were... child. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and again, craving that love, you wanted somebody who was going to stay. Right. Yep. Right. So there was a lot of things that that spell particularly brought into my life a lot of lessons I learned and this is how I know that cord cutting like I it was a horrible experience would never recommend never recommend <laughs> going through the experience I went through but there were absolute lessons I learned about myself about my craft um, about the power of that I had within to manipulate my reality um, so I learned a lot of things. So I will not do a cord cutting. I will not do a cord cutting, even though that was, I would love to have all that energy back. Um, mm. But you can't, but, you, you, you do not want to have to relearn those lessons that you no, learned. Do Never, not want to relearn no. those lessons. And also, you know, I was, I was absolutely, I look at love spells and I'm like, anytime somebody says, can we do a love spell? Can you teach me how to do a love spell? I'll read you a book. Here, here you go. Here's, here's how you read, you do a love spell. Do I recommend you do one? No, 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 because it's not worth the pain. Mm -hmm. It is mm -hmm. not worth the pain. Um, yes. And if you don't understand something, especially don't do it. Yep. That was my lesson to learn. Like I didn't understand what I was doing. That yep. is... That is an absolute no-no. Um, my kids were raised not with any type of specific religion, but as they got older and started to understand different religions entirely, they, of course, would come across something about blood magic. And they were like, well, I'd look at them and go, don't do it. They'd mm -hmm. hear it in Charmed or something stupid, right? Like, yep. They hear it Supernatural. In those, and I would look at them and I'm like, if I ever catch you, doing anything blood magic wise it'll be like me catching you with drugs okay <laughs> yep and not the good kind not the kind of drugs that you share <laughs> yeah right? like, so um i would i would say these are fun to learn but if you're gonna do an actual love spell do one that affects you as a person um, the most effective, I will say there was one love spell that I did that was effective and I've never taken it back. And that was once I figured out all the love spells that I had done on others were causing me trouble. And the fact that what I was really wanting was to feel love. I also had enough shadow work in me to realize that love I was seeking was my own. Mm. I was looking for Nobody my can love you like you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanted to love myself. I wanted to think myself was okay. And so I did work on self-love spells. I did stuff to where I would fall in love with me. I would mm -hmm. love the person that I see in the mirror. Mm -hmm. That's an ongoing thing when you're broken. Yeah. But that is an important thing. Yep. You've got to learn to love yourself. Um, yep. It's like the less so, toxic of nobody will love you until you love yourself. Like, no, I, other people can love me, but I also need to love myself. Like they're not two different things. Like they're two different things. They don't have to come at the same time. Right. Like I can, I can still be working on loving myself, which I am, but I can have someone or several people who love me regardless of how many puzzle pieces I'm still missing. Like they, they don't have to be mutually exclusive. Like the toxic positivity posts say they are. You are absolutely right. Like I've been working on loving myself and healing myself, but before I even completely fell in love with who I am, I, I met Derek. Mm. And one of the things I am happy about. And the, one of the things that I thank the universe for is that, I view him as one of those things that were given to me to help me love, mm. to help me figure out that I'm worthy because mm. he has from day one, always, you know, you are worthy. You are loved. Mm. You are mm -hmm. my priority. Like he is, 
made sure that I felt all those things that I was missing until I started feeling those things for myself. Mm-hmm. So now when I, when I express love, it's coming from a more healed place thanks to him. So you're right, Riley. Like you don't have to just already love yourself before you find love. That's BS. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, does it help? Yes. So that way you're not sabotaging a relationship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very yeah. helpful, but it's not required. It's helpful, right. but not required. Right. It's like you could put this uh, desk together without a hammer, but it'd be a lot harder. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, and I love the fact that 20, let's see. How many years have I been a witch now? Almost 20 years. So almost 20 years now being a witch, it's like the lessons I've learned through mistakes I've made, like witchcraft is the ultimate F around and find out. Yep. Like, (laughs) you know, you want to tap right into that torch, (laughs) right? Like we have those, we have journals. So that way we can go, oh, yeah, that's what happened. I'm not yep. doing that on a Tuesday again. Right? Yeah, <laughs> there's no out of left field. It's like, man, I am just I'm getting hit from both sides. Let me turn back a few. Ah, I did it to ah. myself. Got it. <laughs> Understand. Kind of look at the universe like, got you. My bad. I won't do it again. It. <laughs> All right, let's see. What can I do to make this right? <laughs> so that's kind of like, um. So I got some I got some new toys this weekend. I went to Books a Million, of course. Um, got way too much stuff. That's and the <laughs> uh, not from my wallet, it's not. But uh, <laughs> almost had a spit take for those of you who are listening and not watching. <laughs> um, so I went to Books a Million, and you know, Books a Million. I I mentioned this while I was shopping with my partner. They've got they've gotten so much better about having. Um, so they call it like the new age section, quote unquote, but it's like, like, I remember even like 10 years ago, you had like one shelf and it was like the typical, like, like you said, like intro to Wicca and not like anything substantial. Now you go in there and they've got like this whole section carved out in the middle. So we were walking around and I was looking at ooh and aahing all over the pretty stuff. And this very pretty box caught my eye. And it was about yay big. For those of you listening, it's about from my middle finger to the end of my hand. So not a big box. I'd say it's probably even smaller than that. Very pretty. It had this big dragon eye on it. And I was like, ooh, I like dragons. I pick it up. And it is a pocket-sized animal spirit guide deck. And... Its intended purpose is not so much like a tarot, but it's more of it was for what I'm using it for. It's more of what am I going to run into today? What should I expect from today? Shuffle, pull one, and that animal is going to be your guide for the day. Well, here's where the F around and find out comes in. This morning, and I've got pictures because I'm going to start posting them, but this morning I pulled the fox. And I don't know if it's going to... Nope, not with the blur. It's, it's going to blur out. Yeah. I've got the blur on in my Discord. Does the fox have clothes on? Is that... Are you censoring? The fox is naked. Yeah, I'm blurring like, it. The on. fox is naked. Nobody look. Um, so it's... I pulled the oh, fox. And I, I'm learning. So I go and read the book. And this is what the fox says. The fox... No, 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 no. Please, no. God, if any of you resurrect that meme, I'm going to personally come to your house. <laughs> you always personally come to my house. I'm threatening all the listeners, too. All the listeners, all the viewers, you restart the fox meme. I will find you. Leave a comment. I will find you, and I will kill you. Bet. So, okay. So... And so the way that this person set up this deck, each they have they have the four elements and then they have animals under those elements and they all mean different things. Um, At some other point, I can explain more. But so basic of it, um, the fox is smart, strong, uh, strong partner or mate and a wise teacher. 
So the synopsis says the fox is an enchanting creature with plenty of mystique to go around. Fox personalities are skillful in business and also make great teachers. They are quick to learn and adapt well to new situations. Foxes are ideal life partners as they commit to relationships for the long term and their natural charisma keeps things exciting. Fox energy helps us stay true to those most dear to us. When this card appears, reconnect to those you love. Foxes don't do well when they slip away. So, today, one of my meetings was teaching somebody how to handle one of the accounts that was being passed over to them. I was like, oh, okay, because when I pulled out this morning, I already knew I was going to be in that meeting. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So this is telling me I'm going to have a, a good day for teaching. Well, then the, the wise and committed partner came later. Uh, my partner experienced an upset in his day today, and it was not a good day for him. And I was like, ah, this is the other half of it, because I was waiting. I was like, I don't really get the other half of this. I'm, I, and I'm over here being humble bragging. I'm already a good partner. My universe is like, oh, you are. Well, let's give you a challenge today. <laughs> You know, and that situation is resolved, of course, but it's one of those things where for me personally, when I because cards are my favorite tool. When we mentioned this in the first yeah. episode, tools or cards are my favorite tool to work with uh, Oracle cards, tarot cards, whatever. Those are my favorite personals. So I've learned from having so many different decks. And Shalisa, you've handled my problem deck that still does not like me. I'm yeah, trying no, real hard. <laughs> I'm trying not. really hard. <laughs> Um, like he offended that deck really early on, and that oh deck no. does not want to speak to him. It like, hates me. I held it in my hand, and it was just like, fuck him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like just, like, it took, so I brought it over to her house, kind of a side tangent. So this is the first deck I ever bought, the first terabyte deck I ever bought. Beautiful stained glass imagery. It's got a, a reverse and an upright, you know, they're beautiful cards, but they hate me. They do not like me. They trust me as far as they can throw me type thing. Like if I do a reading for myself, it's like, you're ugly. You'll die alone. Give me $200. Literally jump into traffic. <laughs> but then like if I were to do a reading for you, it'd be like, Gail is so nice and she's going to have a great day and she's super blessed. But then I'm like, well, what about me? Literally go die and jump in traffic. Like oh they hate God. me. So I bring them to Shalisa. Like, look, can you figure out what's wrong with these things? She spends two minutes and she walks into Derek's office like, I have a question. I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> that did not take long. <laughs> and it's it, so the way she described it was when you asked me, you go, was this your first choice? And I said, what do you mean? You're like, was this your first choice for a deck? And I said, well, they were my first deck, but I did look at another deck before them. And she said that was it. I'm like, oh, my God, I looked at another person and they were like, Fuck you. Like, <laughs> that was person, it. But I still chose you. Not good but, enough. Not good so, enough. yeah. So there, there, there's less vitriol. Like, I haven't done what you told me yet because I can't sew. But, um, <laughs> so she said I needed to make them their own pouch out of, like, a t-shirt or a piece of clothing that was very important to me. I haven't gotten that far, but I have, like, I started carrying them around with me. I put some crystals in the bag with them. So there's kind of, like... Okay. All right. Nice effort, I guess. Like, they're still kind of like, I hate you, but they're not telling me to give them $200 anymore. <laughs> so we're getting flower lyrics in my head. Like, I could have bought you flowers. Like, I could buy my own flowers. Like, that's yep. Deck, right? Yep. My deck's like, I don't need you. I'm like, okay, I'm right. sorry. All right. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> but yeah. Crazy. <laughs> But so, uh, so what I was saying before is that I've learned with any deck that I use of any kind is that whatever you read, like whatever the verbatim is, you can't, that's not all. Like you got to go a little deeper. And I think it's something that a lot of people probably don't think about. Like, oh, but if I pull this tarot card and this is what the book says, that's it. No. And I had to learn that, you yeah, know. You interpret, you interpret it based off yourself and mm -hmm. the person. Yep exactly so you, so you know like the thing with the fox this morning where i looked at it, it was like oh why is teacher good partner i'm like mm, that's sus that's gonna get me it's right. and i was correct <laughs> right and you know that's i'm glad that you you think of it that way because you know we're we're talking about love spells today mm -hmm. love spells is especially true with that like i know good and dang well somebody listening to this right now 
is not going to listen. Nope. And they're going to be like, that ain't going to happen to me. And they're going to do their love spell, mm-hmm. right? Please take into account what you're willing to give up and what exactly is the energy of that partner. Because just like Riley was talking about the cards, like, it's not what you think it is. Mm-mm. It is not what you think literal. Yeah. And unless you have an excellent way of reading energy, which if you're newly practiced, I love you, but you're not good at it yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're getting good at it, but you're not good at it yet. You know, it takes a lot, a lot of practice and a lot of times of getting stuff wrong and not trusting your instincts in order to finally understand and read energy properly. Don't. <laughs> Don't take things Don't. lightly. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is this is not one of those, it's not like, oh, if I dye my hair pink, I can always cut it off later. Mm-mm. It's a lot. It's like, it's like I'm going to get this tattoo and it'll be fine. And then you look at it two weeks later, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have did that. That's what that's like. <laughs> Do you guys think that because... I've read you some love spells. They are very easy to do. Oh, yeah. Very easy to do. Do you think that's why so many people do them? Or do you think it is truly people trying to, like like I did, repair what they feel? I would say it's... I don't want to say it's both. I think it's dependent on the person. Like, there are people like you who, are, who just are... And I, and I say this with love who are so desperate for that connection that they're willing to yep. do anything to get it. Yep. And then there are people on the flip side who are just lazy. Like, Oh, if I just take a crystal and some cinnamon and throw it in a bag and carry it around, my crush will like me. Like that's so lazy to me. Right. And that's the vibe I get sometimes when they, they're like, all you need is okay. I immediately do not trust you. Right. All you need is a piece of string and your crush's name and you could just write it down and, that's it. No, it's not. It's not that simple. I don't care. I don't care what level you're working on cosmically. It's not. It's not that simple. So it, it's dependent. Act, I think the actual act is simple. Yeah. But the part that makes a spell a spell is this energy working that you bring to it. Mm-hmm. And unless you understand how to bring that energy to this. It this is just simple movements. This is coloring in, you know, paint by numbers kind of thing. You yep. know, you did not create that art. <laughs> you no. cannot claim to be Van Gogh. <laughs> but nope. you're you're right. Like it's not it's not easy. It's not simple. Um, I know that we're running out of time. I'm gonna give you one other like happy love spell for. Um, by the way, see, I opened up to this one. I love this. Sigil magic? Yes, I love that too. We're going to do an episode on sigil magic because I freaking love, and I will we'll talk about how to do sigils because that's some of my favorite stuff. That'll be a great experience for me because I've never actually done like sigil work like that. That is, that's my, that's my jam. Like <laughs> the stuff, the job that I created, mm-hmm. I, I created, it was based on a sigil. It's based like, I was, we're going to have to talk about this one day. Like I created and manifested the job. Like Riley knows how miserable I was with Mm -hmm. teaching. Yeah. Um, Cause he was over here and he could see like, it was just not Mm -hmm. where I was making me happy. Nope. Um, When I started to actively focus my energy on exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Not the life that I thought I could make do with, but the life that I wanted. I want to travel. I mm-hmm. want to be able to not worry about my, you know, my bills. I want to be able to make sure those are paid. Mm-hmm. I want to have a job in which I can use all my talents, right? Mm-hmm. I laid all that on the line, created a sigil, wrote that thing on everything. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. That went everywhere. Um, and now I have, I do have my dream job. I love my job and I love the, I can't say company I work for, but I love helping create a business Mm -hmm. and having my own business in the same. All right. So this one, 
This one is a self-love spell for those with a chronic illness. Oh. Ooh, me, 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 me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. So the materials you're going to need is you need one small pink candle, mm -hmm. a piece of paper, something to write with, obviously, an envelope or a sachet bag, fireproof bowl, matches or lighter, and a sink. Okay. In a comfortable space, burn a small pink candle. Pink symbolizes love. Look into the flame and ask it to help you find acceptance. Take it. This is actually very close to the one I did. Take a few deep breaths and envision a white sparkling light surrounding and moving through your body. Send it to any part of your body that's in pain at that point. Next, on a piece of paper, write a few lines of acceptance to your body. My personal favorite is, I may be sick, but I'm still a badass. Hmm. I like that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. You can also make a list of what is strong and reliable about your body. I love to conjure poet May Swinson's piece, Question, which reads, Body, my house, my horse, my hound. Next, say out loud, Body, I accept you, even when it hurts. Continue sending light through your body. Think about loving and accepting your body, including your illness. You may find it hard to do this, which is normal. It's not an easy process, but give it a try. Put the note you wrote into an envelope or sachet, sleep with it under your pillow, then throw it away or burn it in a fireproof bowl. Let the smoke imbue your words with its energy. Hmm. I really like I that. that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I might ask you to send me that because I've had some, some flare ups lately. So if you could send me oh, that one, wow. I'd probably take it. So well, this, uh, this has been a really good episode. I like that we got into different topics that weren't just like love spells. Um, right. Even though that was the intended topic. Look, you guys got more than you bargained for. So you're going to learn lots of stuff this week. <laughs> right. And now you can leave us comments about all the stuff and let us know what you think. And if you heard us, like, touch on something today, like sigils. We touched on sigils. And all mm -hmm. of us agree, like, that's going to be an episode. Mm -hmm. But if there's something we touched on today and you want to hear more about, leave us a comment. Let us know. Say, hey, I want to hear more about this. If there's something that we didn't touch on that you want us to talk about, by all means, tell us, right? We are going to be starting a Facebook group, apparently, a Facebook page. So, um, and maybe we've all gotten Discord now. <laughs> maybe. Ladies learning, right? <laughs> <laughs> we may have a Discord server soon. Who knows, right? Who knows? <laughs> all right. So preview of our topic for next week we're gonna be talking about ghost stories <laughs> you guys can't tell i have a soundboard and i like to play with it a lot so you're gonna hear a lot more voices in future episodes i'm not sorry that makes my heart happy <laughs> we have a ghost story in like a ghost voice Do oh i'm gonna find the perfect one do you Me? have those stories? I have, I have at, at least one, but I'll have to think about more. Okay. I have at least one. I I have one from when I was nine. Mm. I have one mm. from when I was nine. And then I have one now. And mm. I actually have video footage of it during tarot. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's oh crazy. God, I have to hear this. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty crazy, and um, it's on my YouTube channel. One of my tarot sessions, like you can go to, I'll have to look and get the exact minute for the episode, but you can go to that minute and you can actually see there's orbs that are like floating in the corner of my room back here, like back and forth, and like it's back and forth. It's not just like you know dust. Yeah. So it was really weird, and the way it was floating was weird. And I was like, ooh, ooh. yeah, we're definitely. Definitely gonna bring that one up. Yeah, definitely, definitely gonna have to expand that on that one. <laughs> so, ah, uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you guys about ghosts. And till next time, have a happy Valentine's Day. 
Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Spread your love wherever you go. Even if it's just for yourself. Yep. Beat me to it. it. Love yourself and make sure that you know you are worthy and you are enough and that anybody that is standing next to you, it's because you want them to be next to you, not because you need them. And also right. remember that Valentine's candy goes on sale the day afterwards, so buy a lot of it. <laughs> you you see how much I weigh. Like you think <laughs> candy and the the times that candy goes on sale is not a known fact to me, all right? Like <laughs> day after Halloween, I'm there. Okay? Yes. <laughs> I not I don't celebrate Easter, but the day after Easter, man, I'm there I'm for those Cadbury eggs. Okay. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to sign us off, Riley? Yes, I can do that. All right, as I announced earlier, our next episode topic will be ghost stories. Tune in next week for a look into that. Oh, oh. Okay, well, anyways. Riley was going to try to sign you off. I was trying, but it was not going <laughs> to let me do it. So uh, next week, ghost stories. Hope all of you are there and have a good rest of your week until then. Bye. Bye. Oh, good. Yeah. It's Monday.